0: This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Jones Financial Talk with your host,
1: Nick Jones. Well, hello listeners and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones and Associates Premier Financial Solutions. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And listeners, while on our website, Click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, our lives are filled with plenty of magic numbers. When we turn 16, we get a driver's license. When we turn 21, we can go out for drinks with our friends. When we turn 65, we qualify for Medicare. But to me, 50 is another magic number that deserves far more attention than it usually gets. Now, on an emotional level, turning 50 means that you've hit the half century mark, which, when you really think about it, is a pretty amazing thing. But just as important as that is when you turn age 50, it's the perfect moment to take a breath and reassess your current financial position and how well you're preparing yourself for the kind of retirement that you really want. Some financial services professionals believe that 50 is financially very crucial because if your pre-retirement strategy and savings efforts aren't quite solid enough to get you where you wanna be, you still have plenty of time to right your financial ship and potentially sail into a smoother retirement. Now, before we talk about more specifics around the Big 5-0, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who, if I'm not mistaken, is pretty close to 50 himself. Oh, what an
0: intro! Wow. Well, you know they say 50's the new thirty, Nick. Right, that is correct. Uh, actually, I'm over fifty, so uh, there you go. But uh, I'm interested in uh, to hear. Uh, I probably missed some benchmark decisions that I probably should have been making, or things I should have been doing at fifty. So this is going to be a good show for me. And I'm also curious about sixty-five. I know these are two. Uh, key ages in retirement income planning and financial (laughs) planning. So this is going to be a great show. But before we get into that, yeah, I had a great week. Uh, It's been really busy, but good. How about you? What's going on over there
1: at uh, Jones and Associates? You know, we've had a great week here uh, at work. Um, You know, unfortunately, the fires in the area have have really come into the valley, and so it's a little smoky. But, uh, other than that, things yeah, are great. It's
0: been so dry. It's, uh, it's crazy, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. And I know that you've been busy meeting with people and I think that's good. And, you know, if you reach 50 and you aren't quite where you want to be financially, there's still time to recover. That's, that's, what's good to know. And when it comes to our finances, I think it feels sometimes like if you miss a benchmark or, uh, it, all is lost, but I know uh, as we're going to learn today, that's not necessarily the case, is it?
1: No, no, it's not. That's good. <laughs> um, that's very true, Tony. And you know, today uh, we're going to talk about you know some retirement planning mistakes that people make at the age of fifty that that maybe we could uh, we could help them change or give them a different perspective on. And you know, the the first topic that I wanted to discuss is that it may be wise to plan to stop working before the typical retirement age of roughly 65, whether by choice or necessity. Um, A survey from the Employee Benefits Research Institute uh, notes that 48% of people retire before they intended to because of layoffs or health concerns or family needs. And so this stark reality um, is that you know, when you get knocked for a loop by a job loss in your 60s, it may be difficult to find a new one, um, especially with the same salary and same benefits package. And accordingly, when building a retirement strategy, it is imperative to consider the possibility of leaving your career earlier than you had hoped.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's going to cause uh, some problems for some people. And it's definitely a hope for the best, but plan for the worst kind of thing. And certainly if you build an early uh, contingency into your retirement plan and then never need that money, uh, your financial services professional is going to help you utilize it in a different way, uh, or it's going to make your life better later on, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. And and Tony, you know, another thing um, that I want our listeners to be aware of is when you turn 50... You know, you need to make sure that your finances are balanced between too much risk and too little risk. Um, Many people turn 50 and they discover that they're running behind a little bit when it comes to their retirement savings. And then they put their assets, you know, um, too much at risk in an effort to try to catch up. And on the flip side, too much caution and not having enough risk can also obviously have some negative effects on your future lifestyle. And so, as you mentioned, you know, working with a financial services professional, um, you know, in adequately balancing your your assets and your strategy is a reason to build a solid and lasting relationship with your own financial pro that sits down and talks with you about the risks that are in your portfolio and helps you figure out how to uh, how to balance that correctly. Yeah, for you. and
0: I think uh, the desire to play financial catch up when you discover you're running a little behind on your retirement goals it can lead to some overly emotional decisions that you might not want to make. And that's where you come in.
1: Exactly. A very, very very good point there. And to that end, Tony, um, you know, 50 plus catch-up provisions, age 50 plus catch-up provisions, I should say, may be the most sensible answer for people who are a little short um, of where they want to be from a retirement perspective. And for example, you know, this year, If you're 50 and older, you can kick in an additional $1,000 to your IRA um, on top of that standard $6,000 limit. And self-employed people who are 50 and older that have a simple IRA um, can throw in another $3,000 above the current $13,500 limit for that specific retirement plan. And then lastly, if you have a 401k through your employer, you can contribute an additional six thousand five hundred dollars beyond the annual limit this year of nineteen thousand five hundred, and so um, you know all of those are really great points I think to to consider when you want to have um, you know a little bit more money saved for retirement. Right, and that's
0: what it's all about, and so you know, you have to look at these things and it's clear that catch-up provisions could really be a powerful lifeline then for a lot of people. What can you tell us though about how debt factors into a retirement strategy when you're turning 50?
1: Excellent question. This is a a huge topic that we talk with our clients about and it's, it's probably no great surprise to our listeners today, um, you know, to, to know that if you turn 50 and you're burdened by some significant debt it's uh, it's really time to start shedding it as quickly as possible because once you've hit that half century mark you should work on being debt free other than your mortgage in my opinion and you know once all of those debts are paid off you can shift your focus to paying off your mortgage before you retire now obviously heading into retirement without debt it's going to be you know setting you up for some exciting possibilities when it comes to retirement lifestyle and it's okay if you're gonna have some debt in retirement, but um, try to be sensible about paying it down before you get there.
0: Yeah, it, paying down debt is always a good idea, but especially once you get into your 50s, you gotta start looking ahead toward retirement. And I think that's a great point. And, uh, you know, no debt may make that dream of two weeks in Paris each spring more realistic, right? If that's your goal in retirement. (laughs) So uh, we should take a quick break here, though, uh, before we continue with this topic. This is a good one, knowing what to do once you turn 50, looking at where you're at. Uh, But how can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that uh, no charge consultation? There's no charge. There's no uh, obligation uh, to get a plan in place.
1: Definitely, Tony. I appreciate you asking. And so listeners, you can obviously visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any questions or address any concerns that you have about your path to retirement. We are here um, to help you with that. That is what we do every day. So please give us the opportunity.
0: All right. That sounds good, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, after this. Want to help mitigate the uncertainty of future taxes and lower your taxes on Social Security benefits? With tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings, converting your 401k to a Roth IRA could be your solution. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can help you avoid potential pitfalls. Visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com to learn more. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, uh, the man with the most, the man with the plan. It's Nick Jones. That's not Nick Jonas, but Nick Jones. Uh, sorry, <laughs> girls, but uh, Nick, great show so far today. You've been talking about some of the retirement strategy steps that people need to consider once they turn 50. Uh, what do you have for us next?
1: Yeah, Tony. The uh, the next piece of advice that I wanted to discuss is you know to be very cautious about taking on college debt, and um, not for yourself necessarily, listeners. But it's very common for parents, especially in their fifties, to shoulder you know far too much of their of their child's college debt because they didn't sock away enough money in maybe a five twenty nine account when their when their kid gets to the age where where they need to go to school, um, college that is, and so. Parents in this position may rely on a home equity loan or, or other credit sources to help cover the cost of, um, of their child's college education. And, However, um, though, this strategy may well leave them with a pile of debt that they have to pay off before their preferred retirement age. And so, Of course, there is no easy answer for folks in this position because the drive to take care of your children is deeply ingrained in all of us. Um, One potential solution to this is to have your kids take out loans in their own names um, and then help them pay those payments monthly rather than uh, putting the debt in your own name yourself.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'd never thought of it that way. And so uh, that makes perfect sense. And helping your kids cover the cost of college can be stressful trust me, <laughs> I'm experienced in this area. So I think this is uh, something where people need to work closely with someone like yourself, Nick. I mean, there's no reason to try to figure it all out on your own when there's knowledgeable professional help uh, right there. And I know that you're more than happy to help our listeners out with this too, right?
1: I, I definitely am, Tony, and would definitely urge them to reach out if they have any questions on, on the topics we discuss. Um you know, the next thing that I want to talk to our listeners about is, you know, w- when you turn 50, it's very important to also do a double check on your current healthcare strategy. And I'm not talking about your various insurance products, um, you know, which, which we'll discuss in a few minutes. I'm talking about personal choices that you make. Um, if your eating or exercise habits at age 50 aren't all that good, you still have plenty of time to change that behavior for, for a better retirement. And so, Go ahead and swap the lunchtime double cheeseburgers that we all love for for a fresh salad, <clears throat> and um, you know replace uh, an hour of the nightly TV binge watching for a long walk uh, or a podcast or uh, you know listening to our radio show, for instance. Um, these things uh, aren't only good for your waistline and your heart, but they're also good for your pocketbook. book. And so, um, you know, both of those things is, is are great things when you start thinking through your journey to retirement.
0: Yeah, that's huge. And I'm glad you brought that up as well. And you raise a good point. A lot of people think that eating better and exercising is all about physical health, when in reality, uh, it will not only make you feel better, it could end up saving you a lot of money in the long
1: run too, right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right, Tony. Now, I mentioned uh, health insurance products a moment ago. So let's look at those uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, in detail. Um, if you're healthy at the age of 50, uh, it can be easy to presume that you're also going to be fit and fiddle and healthy when you're 60. But you know what they say about the best laid plans of mice and men, right? <laughs> uh, the truth of us is that none of us knows what what's waiting for us uh, on the health watch uh, just a few years down the road, especially after you've turned the age of 50. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. And so when it comes to insurance products, then uh, what should 50-year-olds be considering?
1: Well, great question. You know, an an important health insurance product for someone who's just turned 50 is, you know, in my opinion, long-term care insurance. Many retirees end up needing some form of long-term care services during retirement. And um, so that's, you know, something that they definitely need to consider and think through. Um, In fact, Um, it's, it's pretty expensive when you think through what the costs could be for long-term care. And it's obviously going to eat in and erode much of your retirement savings, um, if you don't consider it. But, you know, thankfully long-term care insurance can offer some, some great degree of protection. Um, as you age and, uh, and health issues emerge, it can be more difficult to purchase long-term care insurance at a price that fits neatly into your budget. Um, however, if you purchase long-term care insurance when you're 50 and healthy, you'll have removed one of the biggest retirement traps out there at a price that hopefully won't harm your your budget too much. And so, you know, after we talk about long-term care insurance, you're also going to work with your want to work with your financial services professional to ensure that your life insurance strategy is also equally squared away. Um, if your death is premature or unexpected you know, you don't want your loved ones to be grappling with all the financial challenges that could come with that while they're still emotionally, you know, processing your your passing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's something, I mean, I think for some people, the idea of long-term care insurance and life insurance is intimidating because there are just so many options out there, but working with someone like yourself can relieve a lot of that burden. And, you know, once you have those products in place, you can breathe a tremendous sigh of relief
1: and then you don't have to worry about it. Great perspective. Great perspective there, Tony. And, you know, though I, uh, I admit it isn't a um, the most pleasant of topics, we should also address the possibility of divorce because if you're 50 and happily married, um, you should still consider the possibility of a solo retirement and plan accordingly. Um, you know, how would a divorce affect your retirement goals, for instance? And, um, you know, would you be able to maintain your preferred retirement strategy and and um, lifestyle with just your own savings? That's a great question for people to yeah, ask. Yeah, and themselves. that's
0: a tough one. I mean, uh, you don't want to have to uh, think about that possibility, but it's
1: another example of hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Exactly. Now. Tony, another piece of advice uh, for those of us that are turning 50 is to make sure that you don't neglect updating your your key documents. And I can tell you from my professional experience that many people fall right into this trap. Um, First, make sure that you have an estate plan uh, and have talked about that. And second, make sure that you're updating it the right way whenever the need arises. Uh, Definitely review that uh, at least annually. And when it comes to your documents, make sure that you clearly state who will take care of your children if they are still minors and something happens to you. Now, if your children are grown, make sure your assets are divided exactly as you wish on their behalf. And you don't want an ex-spouse to receive something that you'd prefer for your child to receive because you didn't up- update uh, you know your beneficiary information in your documents, for yeah, instance. good
0: point. And this has been a terrific conversation so far, Nick, but it's time for another quick break. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we take the break?
1: Well, that sounds great, Tony. Yes, uh, please feel free to reach out to us if you'd like to discuss any of these topics. Listeners, um, you can get a hold of us at 541-773-9567. Look forward to uh, you joining us again after the break. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting but not if you're near or in retirement.
0: Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And Nick, great show so far today. You've been talking about some of the financial steps people may want to take once they turn 50 to help potentially secure the kind of retirement lifestyle they truly want. So what are we going to talk about in our final segment today?
1: Yeah. So Tony, at the beginning of our show, we highlighted ages 16, 21, 50, and 65 as, um, you know, very, very huge birthdays. And so since we spent our first two segments on age 50, I thought we'd wrap up the show today by spending some more time analyzing some of the things um, that you'd want to talk about and your finances um, that you should be aware of, you know, when you turn 65. Now, as many of our listeners already know, age 65 is very pivotal Um, when it comes to retirement planning. um, And we're going to talk a little bit about that here coming up.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And I think a lot of people think they know what turning 65 (laughs) means. But I'm guessing that you're going to have a few surprises for us today.
1: Well, yes. You know, the first critical thing to note about turning 65 is that it's not the full Social Security retirement age for most people. Um, Pop culture and advertising can often make make it seem as though retirement magically happens at 65. But in terms of Social Security, the full retirement age is currently between the ages of 66 and 67, depending on your birth year. And while you can begin claiming your benefits as early as age 62, your monthly benefit is going to be much smaller for the rest of your life based on how long before your full retirement age you actually start to file and take Social Security.
0: Uh, just how much smaller could it be?
1: Well, for example, if you were born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 and two months. And if you enroll in Social Security at the age of 65, you're enrolling 14 months earlier um, than you probably should have, okay? Now, accordingly, your monthly benefit in that situation would be permanently reduced by about 8%, if you can believe that. And so, don't forget that enrolling early can also slash the survivor benefit for your spouse um, that they receive after your death. Now, also, if you file before your full retirement age, While you're still working, your monthly payment may shrink based on your income because Social Security can be taxed up to 85% of the maximum benefit.
0: Well, my biggest takeaway from that is that if Social Security is on the horizon for you or getting closer, it's a good idea then to meet with someone like yourself, Nick, uh, so you get the timing just right. I know you have a Social Security maximization report that you can run for people.
1: Definitely. It's a great report, shows many different scenarios based on when they decide to actually draw Social Security and how that can affect them, you know, with their retirement planning. So definitely would like to share that with some people. Now, when it comes to other critical retirement programs, age 65 is also when you can enroll in Medicare. And if you've already enrolled in Social Security before you turn 65, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare. However, if you turn 65 before you enroll in Social Security, you'll need to formally enroll in Medicare. And you have a seven-month window to enroll in Medicare. Um, It's the three months before your 65th birthday, uh, your birthday month, and then the three months after your 65th birthday. And you can sign up for Medicare on the Social Security website, even if you aren't ready to sign up for Social Security. And so I've just scratched the surface here when it comes to Medicare and all the nuances and rules that it have. So I would really employ our listeners today to fully discuss Medicare with a financial services professional. We have many professionals and agents in our office here that specialize in Medicare. And so I would very, very much want them to reach out to us if possible uh, to discuss uh, all of those details and rules to help them.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and Social Security and Medicare are two things that you want to get exactly right when it comes to your retirement plans. And and you really want to make sure. And there's a lot to them. People think it's pretty straightforward as far as Social Security and Medicare. But there are so many nuances and changes that constantly happen. That you want to work with a financial professional on these things.
1: Couldn't agree with you more there, Tony, for sure. Now, listeners, there's another thing to be aware of when you turn 65, and that's that you can use your health savings account, or better known as an HSA, for for more expenses than before the age of 65. In fact, an HSA can supply you with a triple tax break. So first, your contributions are tax deductible or pre-tax if your HSA is through your employer. Secondly, the money in your HSA grows tax deferred, And third, you can withdraw the money tax-free for qualifying medical expenses at any time. Now, best of all, when you turn 65, you can begin using your HSA for more expenses um, than than you could prior to that birthday. And so, while you must stop making HSA contributions once you've enrolled in Medicare Part A and Part B, the money in your account can continue to grow and can be used for future medical expenses. Now, Typically, you must pay taxes and about a 20% penalty if you use your HSA money for something other than a qualified medical expense. But those penalties vanish when you turn 65 and you only have to pay taxes on money that's used for non-medical reasons after that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's good to know. I mean, obviously, uh, this is important. Does saving for retirement
1: have to end though when a person turns 65? Absolutely not, Tony. Absolutely not. If if you are still plugging away at your job, and um, you know, and you're 65 or older, uh, even if it's on you know a freelance or part time basis, you can always keep saving for retirement. And so you can continue generally funneling money into a Roth or a traditional 401k at any age as long as you have some earned income from a job. And so you have a long list of retirement savings options, um, you know, shortly before you turn 65 as well as after. And so you've reached um, a milestone here when you're 65. And I'd urge, um, you know, our listeners who are in that situation to work with their financial services professional to come up with a strategy, uh, you know, that, that, that fits and suits their specific needs and goals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's huge right there. Now, Nick, do you have any other information for us before we have to go today?
1: You know, Tony, I, as always, I would just like to uh, let our listeners know that if they've uh, enjoyed what they've what we've discussed today or or would like to learn anything more about what we've discussed, I just encourage them to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office at 541-773-9567 um, to, to ask us how our team might be able to help answer any questions that they have or help them with any concerns about their retirement. Um, we are here to help. We are a resource in the community. And so please take us up on that offer, listeners.
0: All right. That sounds great, Nick. Good show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented